It's been there since the foundation of the world, reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of disguise, working through men endlessly, using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of Mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We continue talking about prophetic alignment 2024 and beyond. And in this season, we know that God said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So he can't give us an instruction, then leave us to navigate our own lives in the earth. He always sends us um, ways of how to walk or navigate the instruction that he has given us. And that is where you find us talking about one thing today. And of course, next week he gives us something new. And we are always saying, Lord, we thank you because we know one thing, you never leave us, you never forsake us. Today, we're going to talk about prayer. Prayer is such a common activity that is carried out from the mildest form to the most extreme. And all of you know it. So today when you say we are talking about prayer, we are just asking questions. What is prayer? How should we pray? Who should we pray to? How should we bring this prayer? And when should we pray? The questions on prayer you are know, endless. Does it even work? Yeah. Who should actually pray? Okay. You know, there's so many issues. <laughs> yes. And we'll have to define the prayer. And the way you've said it, that prayer is such a common activity, yet it's supposed to get the maximum output. Yes. But sometimes we get frustrated because it seems like it's a, it's a thing you put a lot of effort in, but mm. you don't seem to get as much return. Let me ask on you it. is prayer a Christian thing? Is prayer a kingdom thing? No, prayer, mm -hmm. first of all, is just. Prayer. Yes. So can we start okay. by understanding that there's something called prayer. And that white thing called prayer is like we can say there is running or jogging. It's not defined to a specific community <laughs> or group of people. So like you're saying running, anyone can run. Anyone can run. So anyone can yes, pray. But what Born race, again yes. or not. Yes, but what race are you running in? Mm. Are you running to keep fit? Are you running in a competition? Are you running away from something? I think Are you running towards asking, something? The reason I'm asking is because when we talk about prayer here, the first thing we need to destroy from the minds of people is prayer is not one thing that came from heaven for believers only. Yes. A believer in anything and everything, they pray. Yes. Whether they worship idols, yes. they know that the way to access these idols something is through spiritual. prayer. Something yes. spiritual. So sometimes why I'm saying this is because sometimes we might be confusing our own prayer exactly. to our almighty God creator of the heavens and the earth yes. and taking up a an idea Pieces, of yes. cultural prayer, an idea of idol, idol you know? Yes. So we have to ask ourselves, to whom are we praying? Yes. How should we pray? Exactly. What is prayer? That's why we're asking all those questions. Yeah. And that's why it's important for us even within the context now of believers, mm -hmm. to separate prayer, because scripture does, from a religious, ritualistic duty, yes. 
to a powerful tool that has impact. Powerful tool that has impact. Meaning you're saying prayers yes. should be answered? Absolutely. Prayers are usually yes. answered? Yes. Okay. And so we don't want to be general about prayer. And why I'm saying we don't want to be general is because it is so normal to walk into a Christian church meeting and tell everybody, pray. Mm. The question is, what instruction have you just given? Mm. We will go into all sorts of directions. As we talk about prayer, mm. of course asking what is prayer, we yes. always have to go to the law of first mention. Yes. We always have to find in the Bible where prayer was first mentioned. Yes. TCC, you know us, the law of first mention. So let's go back to the Bible and ask ourselves, where was this word prayer? Yes. Or where was prayer first mentioned? Exactly, in, the Bible? in Scripture. Yeah. So today we're going to look at two aspects. The first one is the law of first mention. Okay. Where prayer as in the term prayer was first mentioned, yes. to who and what was going on. Okay. Because it will give us context, it will give us meaning. Mm -hmm. And that is crucial because once we can define correctly yes. what prayer is, then we can begin talking about how to apply it. Mm. Yes. Genesis 27. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. Please first give us context. The backstory here is that as Abraham is coming towards this territory that is ruled by a man called Abimelech, he says to Sarah, say you're my sister because I'm afraid they may kill me. So when he says that, Abimelech takes Sarah and adds her to his harem. Because that's how they used to, they would have many wives. It is now in the night season, God appears to Abimelech in a dream. And begins to tell him that this is Abraham's wife and what you're doing is dangerous and it could cost you your life. Abimelech reasons with God and says, listen, I didn't do this intentionally. I had no ill motive. I have no idea this is someone's wife. Now God says to Abimelech, and this is the first time we hear the term prayer. says, go to Abraham and calls him a prophet for he is a prophet. Mm -hmm. And he will pray for you and you will live. Now, in fact, let, let me jump a little to what then Abraham did. Then I'll explain the dilemma in this conversation. Genesis 20, 17 to 20. Yes. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female servants. Then they bore children, for the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Now, I want you guys to think about this interesting story before we break down prayer. Isn't it odd? God is talking to Abimelech. Mm -hmm. Yet, he's telling Abimelech, instead of healing Abimelech, mm. he's telling Abimelech, go, go to, back Abraham, to Abraham, tell him to pray for you. Mm -hmm. To who? To God. To me. <laughs> and I will heal you. Which tells us something very powerful about mm -hmm. that primary term. So, let's take the primary term for prayer here. Yes. Go to him and he will pray, pray for you. And Abraham prayed for him. Alright? So, the primary word in Hebrew, that is used to translate prayer here becomes the core structure of whatever we want to call prayer. Because mm. this is the best explanation of that word. Now this is one application where Abraham used prayer, but the term pray is wider than that one application. Okay. Okay. And this is the the word when we see the word pray yes. was first used by God. Yes. Alright? So you are saying yes. the word pray yes. here. Means means the following one exactly. Okay, so you're you're seeing that God has already instituted, and later we'll see when. But God has already instituted a reality that 
in the earth, when something is going in a particular direction, it shouldn't go. For their wombs had been closed. Yes. You require prayer, prayer for God to intervene. So prayer, the first meaning for prayer here is intervention. It means God's divine intervention. So prayer is so that God can intervene. Okay. Okay. Prayer is to interpose, meaning for God's mind and will to come over something. Okay. His position. It is God who gave women the capacity to give birth, so he can interpose. Okay. It is also to mediate. Abraham stood in a position between God and Abimelech and, Abimelech and brought justice to that situation. Okay. Because Abimelech had, Abimelech had not wronged him. And prayer can also mean to intercede. Intercede means one standing on behalf of another. I think now we need to go back those four words, yeah? <laughs> yes. And then you say, fine. Yes. You heard that the first thing you you under, or you hear when you hear yes. prayer, yes. the first word you hear is intervene. Yes. So tell us, when you talk about intervene and you yes. get examples yes. of what is to intervene yes. and give us examples of intervention. Now, let us try to go to the most basic level. Okay. All right? The most basic level. And, and if you go into Genesis... You'll see how intervention starts. Yes. In Genesis, the truth is, in prayer, prior to this situation, there was no praying. Yes. With Adam and Eve, they didn't need to pray. Mm. Why? There was no intervention needed. Yes. There was no gap to be filled. Mm -hmm. There were no problems. But when man fell, it became a requirement. Mm. We must pray. And we first see this with... Um, when uh, Seth yes. was son. Yes. Enosh. Enosh. Yes. Then people started calling on the name of Yeah, the of Bible the says after the birth of Enosh, mm -hmm. people began to call upon the name of the Lord. So that's the place, first place that prayer is uh, described. Described, but the yes. word pray. Yes. Remember we said in Genesis 20, we see the word prayer. Yes. But mentioned. That, yes, mentioned. Mentioned versus description. Yes. yes. But in the case of Seth, yes. as said uh, Enosh, yes. the people started calling on the name Lord. of the Lord. That is prayer. That is now divine intervention. intervention. Okay. Now you must understand they may not have been as knowledgeable of who they are calling mm, out. So let me ask you, because remember <laughs> here we're talking about a fallen man. Yes. So when you talk about divine intervention, yes. we now in our day. Yes. Give us examples of divine intervention. All right. let, let, me, let me talk about why do you need divine intervention? Yes. Because your situation is out of hand. Mm, mm. Basic. My situation is out of hand simply means whenever we say something is out of hand, you have lost control of it. You don't know how to handle this. That's it. Okay. And, and that is applicable in so many ways. Would you say in a case where there is a parent, yes. the child has gone off. You need intervention. Rebellious. You don't know what to do to this child. Okay, not child here, a yes. son, because yes. a child is one who a can, baby. Uh, you can, you can apply. Yes. Many tools. <laughs> Many tools. Yes. But we are talking about a son yeah. where you're saying, listen, these are my children. Yes. Their age. They are not at the age where you can now take them and tell them, come here. Yes. Let's yeah. uh, resolve together using the road. No. No. But you're in a place where you're like, okay, what do I yes. do? You're in a place where your marriage has gone off. Exactly. You can no longer control you've, it. I love the word you used. You've lost You've control. lost control of the situation completely. What about and, and, and no 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 intervention from you hmm. it can make any change. What about when the doctor says there's a terminal disease you've and you control. almost feel like I've lost control? Why do we use the word lose control? Because there are some 
sicknesses you can go to the doctor and he tells you, you know what you have a flu go and do you this. still have control yes. you can go and do one two three yes. but when you're told this is a terminal issue here yes. you say at this point in time i've lost control exactly i don't know what to do yes. i need divine intervention so at this primary level yeah it's important to understand and you'll see how wide prayer is mm -hmm. but it is the primary 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 posture of prayer for a man is your GPS. You've lost direction. Mm. You've lost control. You don't know what is going on in your life. So when you say divine intervention, yes. you're simply saying this realm, yes. this natural realm, yes. where sometimes I get trapped. Yes. I get trapped to looking at around me and hearing what they're saying and seeing what is happening in this natural realm. I've lost control. I'm desperate. So when you're saying divine intervention, you're yes. calling from another realm. Yes. Step into and this. And why this is also important to look at, it's mm -hmm. a place of, I do not know what to do. There is a prayer of, I know what to ask. Okay. okay. But at this level, I don't even know what to ask for, mm. how to ask. That's powerful. That I don't know even what to ask. I don't know what to ask. I don't know how to ask. Yes. So that's the one dynamic of prayer that still reaches heaven. So you're saying here, let's talk about divine intervention again. Yes. This divine intervention, you are in the earth. Something has happened yes. that causes you to lose control. Exactly. Now, if you are here with God. Yes. Walking with God. Yes. You would have known what to exactly. do. Exactly. But that already reveals to you yes. there's a gap between you and God and that's why you feel like you've exactly. lost control. Yeah. Because there's somebody else who will still go to the doctors. Yes. And they're told that you have a terminal disease and in their heart they say, my friend, not on my watch. Yes. I know my body. I know that my God. I know my call. That's so there's a war. So that's somebody yes. else who is, yes. who is now going to war yes. and pray from exactly. a different perspective. From a place of knowledge. So divine intervention here we are saying yes. is this person who is like, I have no problem. Listen. There's a gap between me and This is the place heaven. where God says something very interesting. Yes. He says, I have heard the cry of my people. Mm. Mm. Listen, it's a cry. It's not even a prayer. Mm. Mm. It's yeah. a cry. They are crying out. Yes. That cry wasn't a cry for God. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's not a cry for God. It was a cry out of desperation of the situation. Here I am. I'm looking at my children. I'm looking at my body. I'm yes. looking at my business. I've lost control and I'm just... This is a prayer of... It's a cry. Yes. It's more interpreted as a cry. Exactly. And God says, I've heard. I've heard. Sometimes you don't even have to talk. There yes. are some places, there are some instances in life where something happens and all you do is cry. But you know yes. what? Your tears talk louder than yes, your words. Yes, God heard you. Your tears are actually explaining yeah. more because they're not than coming, your words can ever they're explain. They're not coming out of... Per se, control, they're coming out of, I need help. Mm, mm. And these are, these are the primary understandings of, it is the lowest level, that's what I'm calling this, mm. called desperation, mm. is the place that you begin to learn about the love of God. You know why that is so powerful, what you're saying now? Yes. Desperation, that place of desperation. Yes. Majority of the church is stuck there. Yes. Majority of the church is yes. in a place of my business is not working. I don't have a job. My body is not working. My yes. family is not working. We as a family are not working. Yes. Like things just don't seem to be working. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and, and at that level, guys, it is not the time to quote scriptures. Mm. Mm. The Bible is clear as we will see when it says if we pray according to his will, he hears us. His will for you is not to be in that situation. Yes. That is enough of his will. You don't even need to know more. You just need to know that God is good 
and that God is merciful yes. and that God can solve my situation. That is knowing his will. So you're level. also saying there's a believer listening to us today and saying, listen, that's where I am. Yeah, yeah. You are telling me from that position, it's not about looking for scriptures and telling God, come, we reason together. Mm. It's not the time to come and say, you know what, I have all these scriptures I'm taking to God. And yes. you're saying, mm -mm. there are places where you cry. Yeah. Let's go back to Egypt. Mm. When the slaves were in Egypt mm. and the master said, mm. add them more tasks. Yes. That's not the point to start quoting no. scriptures. No, no. That task mm. creates a cry. Oh. That mm. cry is the prayer that reaches heaven. I think sometimes <laughs> you sit and say, you know what? Most of us have been in that place. Yes. If you're not there today, maybe you've been to that place where you know I, there's a moment in life where I don't need words. Yeah, yeah. My tears speak louder. And that's exactly. why sometimes you feel like, you know what? A place of divine intervention, yes. you'll always find also. The enemy might take advantage yes. of getting you to get um, uh, go away into a closet exactly. or get away from people yes. or decide you're not going to interact. And when you're in that position, you need somebody who will tell you it shall be okay. Yes. Even though I'm not even telling you the right words, no. but you need people. No. Now, the enemy causes you to pull back, yes. get into this place of you are alone now, thinking your Listen, life is over. There's nothing sad mm. like being alone but not crying out for divine. Oh. It is better if you were alone but you were crying out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're saying, Lord, the reason I'm here is because I can't even connect with people. Mm. What I need is I need you to come. Now, this is the thing. When we cry out for intervention, and yes. this is crucial. Yes. Since you're in no state to know how to pray, neither are you in a state to know how you'll intervene. When it comes to divine intervention, mm -hmm. the same way you did not know how to ask, you just cried out. It's the same way, don't try and dictate, mm -hmm. don't try and list, mm -hmm. don't try and work out how you will intervene. That God, I'm in debt. Yes. I would like you to send someone mm -hmm. to deal. You see, you're telling him what to do. No. Father, I am sick. I would like you to give me money to go to the doctors. Uh, my children have done this. Please take my children. Arrest them wherever they are. No. You are dictating. Listen. That's what you're saying. Yeah, do yeah. not dictate. Yes. Because you are not in a pos position at that time mm. to intercede. Another type of prayer. We'll get to that. Yeah. You're not in that position because okay. you do not know the position. You do not know the, the law. You mm. do not know the structure that can bring this. So All you're when you talk about a divine intervention yes. and you're saying you're crying out, yes. this is where you're being told, stop looking for every scripture yep. in the Bible. Stop looking for a nice way yes. to talk to God. No. For a nice, this is where you just let go. Father, here I am. Yes. Actually, when you talk of surrender, yes. it is where you're asking for divine intervention. I've surrendered my knowledge, my understanding, my fears, my no, anything that I thought I knew, Father, I'm leaving, let it yes. go. Because what is happening in my life right now, I just can't explain. I don't know how to even put it in words. Yes. Let go and let God. Simple. Yes. Stop trying to explain where you are. Mm. One of the things that you learn as you journey in prayer yes. is that prayer is not the place where you explain to God problems. Okay. Because he knows them. So at this point in time, as much as all you know, because right now your database is full of yes, my marriage is breaking. Yes, my marriage is. But that's the only thing. Just you know. say what you see, but do don't not try, try and explain it. All right.
divine intervention. intervention. That is prayer. Yes. Let's talk about interpose. Yes. And maybe you're asking what is to interpose. Yes. To interpose is a different type of prayer. Because interposing is where I know what should be going on here. And it isn't. Mm. Therefore, I can pray for that to come. Explain. So, for example, I have knowledge things are bad. And God wants marriage to be good. Yes, I know that. I know. So I pray that God will heal my marriage. That is interposing. Mm, mm. I am calling out and asking God for something that he has promised, mm. yet, as you will see, he requires me to ask. So when you talk about uh, TCC now, that yes. we have uh, been given power yes. to create wealth, yes. but when you look at your life, power, wealth, don't seem to be anywhere near your language. Yes, yes. What are you supposed to do in such a case? So the, the reality interposing comes with looking at a situation and realizing this is the wrong situation of who I should be. Okay. So if God has given us power to create wealth mm -hmm. and my life just seems to be going the wrong way economically, yes. then I know that is not in line with God's will. Mm. So when you talk about uh, interposing here, yes. interpose is me looking at the will of God, yes. looking at my life, yes. do not agree. Yes. So when I pray in this situation yes. now, I'm calling the will of God. Into I'm not explaining situation. my situation. No. I'm calling the will yes. of God into yes. my situation. That is why if... I, Many of you will know when I pray for you and those who we have interacted with, you realize I always pray about what you're supposed to become. My focus is not what is going on. That is called interposing. Interposing. Yes. Interposing means I'm positioning something on top of something else to cause it to come into alignment. You've ever heard us say that um, the word of God, when he sends you an instruction, yes. it superimposes. Yes. Would you say the yes, same thing? Yes, it does. That heaven comes into the yes. earth and says, listen, you are supposed to be walking on a path called yes. power to create wealth. Right now, you're on a path called either static yes. or on a path called diminishing of wealth. Yes. Things are not just working. Yes. So you're looking at the prophetic and you're saying there's a word God has given. Exactly. God is always true. He is yes. sure and he is just. Yes. I'm calling his word into this. So exactly. that means what I'm calling. I'm saying yes. this is my life, which is not working. May yes. his will come and superimpose exactly. on my current yes. situation. And then there are two levels of prayer of interposing. Okay. One is when you are speaking over a thing. Yes. Another is when you're coming to the knowledge and the peace in your heart mm. over a matter. Okay. So it's interposing over my heart. We have been in situations yes. that, that so much evil has been pushed in our direction that sometimes you have to, because of where we sit, we have to look for certain truths. And one of the truths you find in scripture is that it is a righteous thing with God. It is in, in Thessalonians. Yes. To recompense evil to those who want to harm you. Mm. So listen, that is not a prayer, I pray on them. That is a truth that interposes on that kind of a situation. Mm. So in my prayer, that truth comes to me and gives me calmness. Yes. So that's a difference. So interposing sometimes is something to interpose in your own heart, mm. to remove fear. Mm from your heart. So I'm supposed to be walking towards the yes. direction of power to create wealth. Yes. Things are not working in my life yes. or I can see something being stopped. Yes. All right? Yes. So that will, yes. and I'm calling the will of God, yes. not necessarily on the external situation, yes. but in my heart, so that my heart that is now starting to maybe doubt. Exactly. Or, okay? Yes. So there's both dynamics of okay. it. 
And interposing is also the situation is also being changed. Mm. It's like interrupting something, interpose, mm. interrupting it from going <laughs> the wrong way yes. and adjusting it back to the right way. You must have a word, an instruction, yes. a proceeding word for you to know the prayer of interposing. Yes. The prayer of interposing that yes. this thing is not what God said. Exactly. You must be in a place in the spirit where the spirit of God is speaking to you and you can hear. Yes. Where he's opening your eyes to see that this is not supposed exactly. to be. When I look at my children, this is not the promise of God. Yes. Because every time we dedicate our children, the word of God is comes upon them. Yes. There's a way God said, listen, I have already shown you this child will become exactly. this thing. Yes. Now this child is going off. Yes. The word I'm supposed to be praying now is the word of interposing. interposing. Calling forth this yes. person back to where. Exactly. When we got married, God spoke and said, yes. this marriage shall be. Exactly. But I can see right now our it's marriage going is going in a different, a different direction. Yeah. And therefore you now do a prayer of Interposing. interposing. That's so yes. powerful. Let's talk yes. about mediate. Now, mediate, just by its term, talks about courtroom. Hmm. Mediation nice. talks about justice. Okay. Bringing justice to a situation. Okay. So, mediation is usually a prayer where you're, you're, you're seeking wisdom over a matter. There are some things that are complex. Mm. Mm. Things are not so straightforward. Yes. There are some things that you have looked and you have spoken and you have prayed, but somehow something is not moving. Mm. And these are the, the prayers where you pray for the eyes of your understanding to be open. Yes. For clarity to come for the best decision. Mediation is when you're trying to find the best solution for a matter. So sometimes the prayer of mediation is a prayer where I am sitting in a place, God, okay. I'm asking for wisdom. Yes. And why is mediation? Mediation also means meeting point. Okay. Where two things meet. Okay. Some people call it the sweet spot. <laughs> it means this. It means the situation where this prayer not only will it change things, but it may give me new instructions on what I need to adjust. Mm. So when you say that Jesus is our mediator, yes. what does that mean? Jesus is our mediator now. How does he mediate? Something called the law is supposed to judge us. Something called grace has rescued us. So when he's a mediator, he sits in the place where he can tell you what value came from the law, but what is not good for you. Mm. Mm. And what comes from grace and what is excessive in that area. Mm. So you cannot abuse grace, neither are you bound by the law. Okay. You see where mediation comes? Yes. Mediation is really a, a judging place of wisdom. Mm. Where clarity comes. Mediation is when I want to take a journey towards a truth, but I do not know which actions to take next. Mm -hmm. So I pray for wisdom. I pray for insight. I pray for an instruction. I pray for clarity. That is mediation. So when you talk about justice and you talk about a courtroom, yes. would the situation of Sarah, yes. where she judged God righteous, yes. would that be a place where you say mediation? So, that's one of the terms we can use because yes. the Bible says, and Sarah judged God righteous. Yes. Now, how does that make sense? It sounds almost wrong. <laughs> the, the, princi yeah, yes. the principle was this, is that she made a judgment. Now, judgment is not always a judge. Mm -hmm. Judgment is making a wise decision that is of the best value in that situation. When I tell you, now you make judgment. It means look at all the facts, weigh all the issues, and then make a decision. That's what she did. So she looked at the facts. The facts was God promised. God said she would have descendants. Yes. She'd have a child. Her barrenness on this side said you can't. You are barren. 
So she had to sit, mediate. Right? In the mediate is also where the idea of meditation can come from. Okay. Think through these matters. And after weighing all matters, mm. she judged. She made a decision that God was righteous. And because of that, she got her result. Mm. So we all just think, God spoke and said, Sarah, you know what? You'll have a, you child. Have a child. We thought <laughs> she was not involved. She was. That's what the scripture is showing us. So, so mediation. Okay, let's talk about... Also, you had to say the word interceding. This yes. is one word that we all know. Yes. This is a word that the church uses. We are yes. interceding. Yes. We are intercessors. Yes. This is the word now. Let's yes. look at it and say, listen, yeah. we have different ways of prayer. There's mm. intervention, yes. interpose, yes. mediate. Let's talk about interceding. Let's see yes. how it applies in our situation. Now, now this is a, an important one because while it is a common term in the church, okay. intercede is a legal term. This is one of the structures in scripture of prayer that is legal. Legal meaning it is based on knowledge of a law. When we say something is illegal, it means that there is a law that defines how something should go and intercession is the ability to apply that law accurately. Okay? okay? So an intercessor is someone who has the ability, it's like a spiritual lawyer. Okay. Okay. For lack of a better term. Mm. Somebody who understands God's will about a matter okay. can see that that matter is not going in play and then he steps in and activates that law allowing heaven to intervene in that situation. Mm. Mm. So you must understand scripture. Yes. And you say, listen, as much as it is written, yes. now I know also God's will. Exactly. What is God's will in the uh, season we are in. Yes. What is God saying today? Yes. I must understand. Absolutely. Notice an intercessor must have a relationship with God. There you go. You cannot just use the book, but you no. do not have a relationship with the writer of yes. the book. Yes. You do not understand that these scriptures were about a king. Yes. This king, you don't have a relationship. Exactly. So an intercessor, like yes. you're saying, yes. as much as you understand the law, yes. you also have how to a, know, a working, A working knowledge yes. of how to use that law. Mm. Let, let me put it this way. In the situation we saw with Abimelech, Abraham interceded. Okay. Intercession is always prayer for another. Mm. You cannot pray, you cannot intercede for yourself. So you can't say, I'm an intercessor and my work is to pray for me. You I'm can't. interceding. You can't. You're Number interceding one. for yeah. another. Number two, intercessors win cases. Mm. They don't try cases. Wow, that's powerful. Intercessors, and Abraham prayed and God healed, healed. Abimelech. So intercession is not guesswork. Intercession is not toil. Intercession is clarity. So you cannot be an ignorant intercessor no. in the sense of you don't understand God's will for what you're praying for. Yes. So most of the time you'll only say here saying, we as members of TCC, we have come together as intercessors to intercede for TCC. Yes. But you're not understanding what this TCC calls exactly. to do. What is the current word in the house? Yes. What is God's will concerning the house now? Exactly. Therefore, as I intercede, like you're saying, yes. I'm a lawyer who is presenting yes. papers in yes. the spirit yes. of a case that is relevant. Exactly. If we don't have a relationship and understanding, we will be bringing in cases yes. that are not relevant there in the go. courtroom. There so it's go. like a lawyer going to the wrong court. Yes, and you're not even qualified for that kind of case. <laughs> you do not know the outcome you want. Mm. You know, it's funny, lawyers will tell you that there's a, a term that is used when they go to court. It's called prayers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Where do you think they got it from? Mm -hmm. So he's interceding 
and he tells the judge, these are my prayers. Mm. Because I have this person here, yes. and there is a judge. Exactly. Now, in here is a lawyer who says, yes. listen, I want to talk to you concerning this person. Why? I know the law better. Yes. I understand what's happening. That's why when you're interceding for a nation, you're simply saying, listen, the subjects here are ignorant. Yes. Let me take the will of God and intercede. And that, Are you saying also we cannot be intercessors all of us, the whole church? No, that tells you intercession is a very qualified position. Yes. At various levels. Mm. It has mm. rankings. Yes. If you're, in, if you're called to intercede for people's salvation, please don't try and turn it into a national intercession. Explain, please. In other words, I can pray for so-and-so to get saved. I can pray. That is intercession. And it is measurable. So you pray, and the day they get born again, you know your prayer was heard. Okay? But you do not now decide. Listen, intercession is a calling also at the national level. God has to show you a thing. Prophetical. That's why God says of Abraham, they are strange. He is a prophet. So it means he can see. He can hear. He knows what the outcome should look like. Therefore, there's no lawyer who goes to court without a clear outcome they are looking for. And their process in court is to get the outcome. You can't be an intercessor who throws prayers out there. And then you have no way of measuring the outcome of your prayer. So every prayer, when you throw it, like you're saying, when you speak it out. intercessory prayer, yes. Okay? You as an intercessor, you know the answer. It's yes. like I already know what God wants. Yes. But to bring what God wants into our realm, yes. into our now, exactly. it needs somebody to stand here. Yes. No ignorance at all. Now let me say, for example, wow. if God has called you to intercede for us, okay, you have to know what God has called us to do. Mm. Mm. There's a difference between praying for us and interceding for us. Because that is God a much deeper. Because yes. praying could be, you're praying for intervention. You're praying for something to happen. You're praying for us to be okay. You're praying for us to be protected. You're praying for us to be healed. You're praying for us to have peace, whatever. But when you're interceding mm. for us, yeah. it kind of changes the tone. It means you have heard this season God is saying we should speak about this matter. You are interceding and make sure that matter mm. must come to pass. Yes. And anything impeding us from bringing that matter to where it should go that's why you're interceding. Mm. You I know what you said about interceding. You cannot intercede for you. No. You intercede for another. Always. So if you say you're interceding for us, yes. you come and say, wait, at least I've heard one thing that you have repeatedly said. Yes. God has given us power to create wealth. The yeah. word of God shall not be aborted. Yes. The word of God shall not go exactly. to waste. Yes. The word of God shall never lack yes. to ground itself. Yes. So we are interceding and saying the word God has given you. That's it. So you must understand the word. You must understand what we're about. Guys, we say it. When you're going to pray, ask yourself, when I'm praying, am I talking about intervention, divine intervention? What kind of prayer am I praying? Yes. Now remember what we said, it is not formula. Do you not understand? Yep. It's not a formula. Yeah. When I'm standing up to pray, we can be praying and saying, listen, this mm. particular case is an intervention. Yes. We want divine intervention. Yes. Now, you also cannot reach a place and say, listen, my growth in the spirit, 
I don't need, don't need divine intervention. There you go. I know how to pray. Yes. No. There are cases in life where you say, you know what, no matter who you are, do you need divine intervention? Yes. yes. So this particular prayer, even when we start and say, yes. let us pray, we know we are doing a divine intervention kind of prayer. Absolutely. Now, there's somebody else who is saying, at this point in time, as I close my eyes to pray, as I go to the closet, if I go to the forest or I go to the mountains, my prayer is an interposed prayer. Yes. I'm interposing. Yes. There's a prayer where you're mediating. Yes. It is a, uh, a prayer of mediation. Yes. This particular one is intercession. I know that I'm interceding on behalf of another. Yes. So now, first of all, even before we go on mm. with the issues of prayer, yes. you can tell now you are able to differentiate exactly what to pray for, when to pray, and how to pray. In fact, one word you'll hear in this prayer series that should become the core to everything. Context. Oh, context. Yes. Context. <laughs> we'll repeat context yes. until you get it. Because mm. prayer is not arbitrary. Prayer is contextual. Mm. What is the context you are in when you're praying? So don't have this formula that now I want to pray the prayer of intervention, and then the prayer of interpose, <laughs> and then the prayer of mediation, and then the prayer of intercession. Mm. No. No. What is this situation? What does it require? Mm. Intervention? Interpose? Mediation? Or intercession? Mm. So the situation tells you, because remember, prayer is to correct what is in disorder in the earth. Mm. There's something you've been saying, and of course we've been talking about this, and a few people that we've been talking to, we've been giving them this example, the example of the gazelle. Yes. Because when you talk about don't go for intervention at the same time, you, after that you go for interposing, then you're doing mediation and then interceding. <laughs> it's a parable of hunting. Yes. If you're out hunting with arrows, and there are four gazelles that you're hunting, and you know gazelles are very skittish. They take off very quickly and they run. So if you're going to hunt, you have four arrows, four gazelles. What would be your wisdom in hunting? Mm. And this is what we say. What most people do, because you think you, if you spread your risk, you'll do better. Mm. Not in spiritual things. Mm. Because you'll say, I'll target each. What happens? You may end up injuring them, harming them, but not necessarily bringing any meat home. Mm. So wisdom is, focus on one gazelle, pay full attention to it, and pump all four arrows into that gazelle. Mm. You'll You're be guaranteed sure. meat. Mm. So, when you talk about prayer, yes. if I come to pray, and my prayer, at this point in time, I have an issue where I say I need divine intervention. Yes. Forget about mediation, exactly. forget about intercession, and interposing. Yes. Just take that one prayer and That's say, it. listen, I'm looking at my marriage and there's an issue I'm praying about. I'm That's looking it. at my children. I'm looking at my business. I'm looking at my health. Today you cannot say, you know what? I am sick. The doctor has said this and now I'm going to pray. But after I finish, and Father, I thank you for all the sick people in hospitals. How will you know? Your prayer was answered. You'll have wasted your four arrows, you'll have missed the four gazelles, and you will be back to square one. Yep. Why don't you take one issue and tell yourself, if you're praying for yourself, spend all your energy on that one. You know what that and, does for yeah, you? Yeah. When you focus like that and you get an answer, even your faith mm. increases. Oh, yes. Your, your, your belief in yes. prayer is expanded. Yes. But if you throw prayer everywhere, you may have hit those gazelles, but you didn't know where they landed. Mm. Maybe someone else ate them. 
you've hit them, you've hurt them, but you have not brought them home. Yep. So like you're saying, because it still has your arrow on it, yes. it will fall somewhere. Will. But where it falls, somebody else benefits. And you will say prayer does not work. Mm. I have no faith to pray. I think you need to explain that because we've been talking about it. Where I pray and somebody else benefits yes. or another nation benefits yes. or just some, somebody else, not you. Please explain what that means. Yeah. You see, the problem we have is that we think prayer as the activity itself is what God requires from us. We think prayer is a duty God has given us, and so we get marks by praying. So when we get into a prayer environment, because we have all sorts of situations, we have places where people say you must pray for an hour, two hours. How do you feel your two hours? You will pull in the nation. You will pull in politics. You will pull in an uncle. You will pull in everything. So that you live there with you feeling that the most important thing was that you prayed. For this long. Yes. No, that's not the interest. That's not why prayer is instituted. Prayer is to get answers. Yes. So the question is, how do you pray about something you cannot see the answer? Mm. I remember this uh, man of God who said yes. that Kenyans are very good with prayer. But once they pray, the heavens are open. Yes. The, there's a portal in the heavens. Yes. They don't know how to download what they prayed That's for. That's it. And somebody said, we from Nigeria, yeah. we come and download what download you prayed. everything Sounds you Sounds interesting, but you know what? It explains what you're saying, yes. that if you hurt a gazelle, it will go with your arrow. Yeah. It will fall somewhere. Somebody yes. else will benefit from your yes. prayer. Now, you didn't mean to intercede, yeah. yet somebody else benefited. Exactly. So if you go back into scripture, the entire Old Testament, the Old New Testament, there were no general prayers. Each situation had a context. Yes. The prayer was prayed, the answer was received. So, sometimes when you hear some things that we say, no need to pray about that. You have a prayer. It's because you may misunderstand that we don't pray. Mm, yes. In fact, Paul puts it very funnily. He says, I pray more than all of you, yet there's nowhere we see him pray. Mm. Yes. The principle is this. The principle is... I pray more than you is not in volume. Hmm. Hmm. It's in quality. Hmm. Accuracy Yes. prayer. When I pray, hmm. this is what is expected to happen. Why? Because I've built the journey and come to the place where I know. When I pray, stuff happens. So we are not given to praying for the sake. Prayer is not a duty. Mm. It's not a ritual we have. In fact, it's something you enjoy because yes. today if you say you're interposing and you're saying I'm calling the will of God into a situation, yes. you're so excited because you know when this will of God is in this place, yes. things will change. So you're not praying with, uh, without hope. There's expectancy in you. Yes. There's a joy that comes in knowing that when I call the will of God into this place and it happens, yes. man, it leaves me in a place of growth and growth. Because that's what you call yes. growth when you see your yeah. answers. And let me use a simple example yes. about praying amiss, mm. which is one of the things scripture talks about. You pray, but you receive not. not. So do you pray? Yes. Do you receive? No. That means prayer is supposed to do what? Receive. Because you pray amiss. Notice, mm -hmm. you pray, but you receive not. Because you pray amiss. The problem there is not prayer. Praying we do, <laughs> but amiss. Amiss. Is our There's something called yeah. praying amiss. <laughs> yes. But when you pray specifically, mm -hmm. you receive. So prayer is meant to bring an answer. So as you're watching us, 
talking about prayer and if you look at your life you can say you know what for sure I know that I've never seen a prayer answered. I've never been in a place where I prayed and things happened. I'm not the kind of person who calls forth a business, I pray and things work out. Ask yourself, when we say a miss, do you try to explain the word a miss or do you say, wait a minute, I've just known what my problem is. I was taking the intercession prayers and throwing them into intervention. I was taking a prayer where I'm supposed to be interposing and taking it to mediation. Do you now understand when you talk about a miss that a prayer of mediation should bring results? But when it is brought to God as an intervention, you miss the point. Exactly. So coming to a place of yes. saying, listen, I'm understanding, yes. bringing clarity that yes. prayer is supposed to be answered. Yes. Let, let me use a practical illustration. Yes. And I'm talking about people who already pray. Okay. All right? Okay. Now, there are another extreme of people who, because they've tried all this and it didn't work, mm. they now don't mm. even pray. Mm. Okay? Let me use the illustration of running. I like using illustrations that are common and easy in our environment. Think of people in and, the uh, field. And uh, uh, illustrations that I can get images, eh? Yes. <laughs> yes, that can help her get real images. Sometimes we so, use an yeah. illustration, I can't yes. get an image so, for that. So, so imagine so. for a moment yeah. the word to run and you if you if you've seen those YouTube things that sometimes just said run mm. you know people start running to from what imagine if you have a field where everybody's running in every direction mm. but if you meet every single person they can't tell you what they're running from or where they are running to now while running is an excellent thing to do mm. it has context and done in chaos are you running for to prepare for a marathon are you running in mm. the marathon Mm. Are you running as an athlete? Are you a sprinter? Are you a long distance runner? Mm. Are you jogging for health? Are you running from danger? Are you running to rescue someone? Mm. Notice it's the same thing, but in but, every direction. But if you're just running, mm. that's a problem. Context. So you can't just pray. Mm. You know? So I can't just walk into a room and say, you know what, guys, today we are going to pray, and in fact, let's all pray. Like, okay, pray for what? Pray to who? Yes. Why? That's a principle. Why are we praying? How are we supposed to pray? Do you know how many questions someone yes. should ask before you even start before praying? Before you even start praying. Yeah. Why are we praying? So coming to this place of saying, listen, the first mention of the word pray is translated into an answer that brings Clarity. hope, clarity and accuracy into our prayers. Yes. So we said that when we see the word prayer mentioned by God, he talked about intervene. It intervene interpose, mediate, intercede, that is prayer. So today, I think you look at your life and say, at least I know where to start. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, May you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.